on last week's Irrevelations. So we had Hezekiah, who was great. Maybe the best king we'd ever seen, right? I mean, this guy was like David 2.0. And now we've got his sh- kid. He sucks. So did God just choose the wrong people? And it says, oh, by the way, he also sacrificed his own son in a fire. It's the two girls, one cup of genocide. Uh, uh. And the dude is so distraught over how far removed Judah is from what they're supposed to be that he just starts tearing his clothes because these f***ers are so dramatic. Let's say your dog, on the porch. Find a different yeah. dog who's unrelated. Yes. Hit that one. Hit it. Yeah. Dogs know. They know. They'll, know what They'll they figure did. it out. Before we turn to the word, I would like to can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Listen the The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Did you see did you see the link I sent you to the like thread of just Trump's best lines from his rally? Yeah, I saw that. I'll, I'll be honest with you, and this is so let me start by saying I was annoyed at it, and then let's go into what this. The, the first thing I saw was Trump says that he might go for a third term because he felt he wasn't treated badly. He slurred uh, through yeah. a slurred speech. And I was like, all right, let's read it. And I did see the video, and he very much is like, well, you know, I mean, we're going to win in Nevada, and then, you know, maybe I get four more years. I mean, when you when you see how i was treated i think that's fair and okay so first off i didn't really think he was slurring his words he's not like uh, no i don't think that, so either. That, that that's was a bit of a, that's a bit journalistic fake news yeah. uh, leeway there uh two yeah i mean it's crazy shit i don't know how to parse it anymore i, I don't know how to put any of it into context there was there was that's a lot the best more thing about his know, presidency yeah, he was just like, maybe I get four more years. Oh, the media, they lied to me. And it's just such rambling bullshit. If I had to try to nail down what I saw, like, it, 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 I don't know. If I had to nail down what it was like watching it, because I actually, this is probably the first two solid minutes of Trump speaking that I've ever been able to sit through. And here's how I would describe it. Oh, maybe I should violate the Constitution and uh, do another term. And uh, Biden, I don't know, he's kind of like pathetic. You know, They, the fake news media gives him questions. They don't give me questions. They gave Hillary questions. Remember Donna Brazil? Remember Hillary Clinton? Remember emails? And I was like, I, 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 can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't. <laughs> that is pretty on point, uh, uh, I guess, bumbling. Yeah. There was a... Um, this is just a reference, but uh, do you ever watch um, Metalocalypse? Uh, no, I'm most familiar with it, but I'm not, it I was know. funny. But there was one ep- there was one episode where they all decide they're going to get into comedy, and there's this one guy, and they all suck at it. And then there's this one guy that's killing it, and he's just like, "Remember Transformers? Remember Thundercats? Remember Remember Champions of the Universe? Remember Champions of the Universe?" And like this guy's killing it. He's great. <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Trump. I think of him just being like, "Remember Remember the Wall." Remember, yeah, he plays remember the hits. commies? He knows what he's doing. He and I mean, the crowd was yeah. going wild. You saw it. 
It's insane. He's like, we are going to lock her up one day, folks. And they're just like, yeah, yeah we're going to do it. Like, I think we would have done that by now if we were going right, to. I do. We... I will say, I prescribe okay. to the theory that Hillary and Bill are clones and that he okay. executed them a long time ago. <laughs> and he's just waiting for his next uh, term to show us the videos on the new public Trump television we're going to have. Right. Which I'm right. thrilled. Right. I, it's going to be 24-7 celeb executions, which, again... <laughs> Couldn't be happier about that. I don't like some of his policies. Yeah. The the, the the deep state war that he's fighting on the undergrounds against yeah. the lizard people, the Jews, <laughs> the Rothschilds, the Vaticans. Yeah. Uh, when he's going to start taking those liberal elites and ripping off their alien skin, and it's just going to be <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres with her head on this old, worn-out wooden block, and Ivanka Trump with the fucking axe. I'm going to be about it. I can't wait till he's like... Uh, who's the who's the president of Venezuela? Chavez. Uh, I yeah. think it's Maduro now, isn't it? It was Chavez. Now it's Maduro. Yeah, I can't. He's like Maduro. Hillary's siding inside of him. We have to go to Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if instead of pretending that it's like for freedom or democracy, that every war now gets started because we're hunting down Hillary's ghost inside <laughs> other dictators. You know, like uh, yeah. What is that like? Like uh. Like a poltergeist know. or an exorcist yeah, or something? Yeah, some sort of... That it just honestly, feels like Mega Man missions to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I think that actually might be something that would work. He's like, you know, the president of Iran, secretly Hillary Clinton, and he's just like, I don't know how to respond to that. They're like, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if their president was a woman, they would obviously be killed. I swear um, to God, I'm not Hillary Clinton's ghost. And we're just like, nope, we're in drone strike. Yeah, that's it. That's what they all say. That's what he would say. That's the kind of, oh, yeah. That's, that's in just what like, rules is that it would work. It, it would, would work. absolutely work. Oh, uh, I would love it if like the president of Iran's like, I swear to God, I'm not Hillary Clinton's ghost. And, and they're just like, first she lied about Benghazi, then her emails, now this. <laughs> now you're lying about being inside of the president of Iran's body. Yeah. I would love it if they just go after like uh, Merkel, just everybody, just they get like yeah. Trudeau, just every seemingly seemingly left of Trump li- uh, person He's on like, the planet. I don't know if you've noticed, but Angela Merkel, much like Hillary Clinton, is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need to drone strike Germany. Just like that, there's just a there's just a bunch of people in hoods in the background. He's like Angela Merkel, nasty woman, and you just see the people in the hoods nod their heads and be like, hell yeah, nasty. hell yeah, she's, brother, she's been branded. Let's go get her. He's Let's got firebomb Dresden again. He's got the sight. Uh, why is he still? I mean, I know why he's talking about because the people that follow him are fucking dumb as shit. But yeah, it gets the crowd, gets the people going. I I just it's, yeah, I I feel like if I was at a bar and someone was talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a thinker it's a thinker all right oh yeah like the uh, guy that there is the guy at every bar that does that you're right yeah, just be like yeah you yeah. know hillary clinton i'm like why are you still talking about this like i don't get it but fine whatever it's kind of like that guy at the whataburger in niceville you know right. the guy okay still wears the varsity jacket okay <laughs> all right he's We're like getting pretty personal we're from niceville florida which has whataburgers yeah i'm just saying they know everyone but every town has that guy right. the guy who's 30 years old still waters still squeezes into his varsity jacket and is just hanging out with 18 year olds because he can buy them beer 17 year olds probably <sighs> i feel like that's a stereotype i've heard of i've never witnessed it though so i don't know oh, i can't speak he's at you can go to the niceville whataburger right now and he's there i remember you would see like the 26 year old guy who's at the high school game with a seventeen year old girl and you're like, that's that guy. weird. He's thirty five now. But they were always doing very the same shit. handsome. I was like, fuck, I'll <laughs> I'll let him statutory rate me shit. He's, he's still just as handsome but but balding now. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Yeah, 
There would always be some jacked, ridiculously handsome guy with just just fucking twenty six year old. I don't want to sound too weird on this, but just standing <laughs> like just just a full foot over everyone else at the pep rally, just like yeah, we're gonna win state this year. And I'm like, who is that guy? How did he get in here? I've got a four year old. Like all right. <laughs> Anyways, that's Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> it rules. It's getting uh, closer. I, I feel like politics have almost taken over. Not I. I now that I've uh, been banned off a couple of people's Facebooks, it's become less a part of my life. But uh, that does suck. Every time I get dragged I like into it, I'm just like, what an absurd timeline we live in. Yeah, it's fun. <sighs> did you hear? Uh, but tell you what, if you think these times, <laughs> well, hold on, in America, hold on. I was going to say, okay, did okay. you hear? Well, I'm going to uh, do that transition later. Yeah. All right. Did you hear okay. about a uh, allegedly um. Bob Woodward's, oh yeah, his book interview with uh, yeah. Trump, the leaked audio. Yeah, basically him. Well, the book like, is coming out on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I wish they would just use his actual quotes because they always try to make it them like 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 liars of truth or something like that. And they always try to make it sound so fantastical. I just want a book that's like the military are stupid. Uh, I thought coronavirus was a joke. I just thought I would kill a bunch of poor people. The book. And just yeah. let people like that's not what he said. That's not what he means. This is the fake news. Like no, this is a fucking quote. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there's not a single ounce of exaggeration in this. Yeah, yeah you're right. And it's kind of like the slur thing. That's the biggest problem is that they get so fucking caught up on some actual bullshit yeah. when there is just a smorgasbord of of actual idiocy that they can right. tune into. But why not? Why do that? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, I know. Why not? Why not do a jig while you're up there? Yeah, do, do a little dance. <laughs> But, you know, it, it does make me wonder, what if Trump is right? What if this is his just la- – he's like, listen, America's going down and I'm the last guy to just sort of pump the brakes and maybe save all of us. Uh, Good thing. I see what you're doing. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Like a – well, who's Nebuchadnezzar in that? Anyways, we'll figure that out in a second. Let's get into the Bible. <laughs> I, think, I think in Q's world, it's uh, the Jews. And, uh, yeah, well, again, yes. the Illuminati and the pedophiles and Ellen DeGeneres. George Soros, who is both a Soviet and a Nazi. Um, Guys, you're listening to the Air Revelations podcast. I'm Grant DeVoist. And I'm Cole Deluski. And we're on episode 103. Sounds right. It is. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, We're picking this up in 2 Kings, chapter 23. This is going to be our last episode in this book, I swear to Christ. We will do it, yeah. Because I mean, we can, we can, we can pretty God. much sum it up because twenty three is pretty succinct, and then it goes back into its normal bullshit where it like is like, oh, this guy did all this stuff, and then it's meaningless, you know, and then then we can get to the metal shit yeah. and talk a little bit of history. So we're gonna this is gonna be a fun one, I think. Well, yeah, I think so too. There's a lot of crazy shit about to go down. It's very American esque. Um, so yeah, so what, you, what what was going on? So in the last episode. Josiah's like a good boy and he does good boy shit and he finds a book of law in one of the temples that he's rebuilding. He's trying to be good. He's rebuilding the temple. He's tearing out the things. He's starting it. Uh, but we've seen this kind of – he's just a better king at this point. He's just like yeah. – in the last ever, he was just a better king. He's like, you know, let's fix up the temples. Let's throw away these poles. You know, that's what I do. Um, 
And while he's there, he gets Isaiah to give him a prophecy. By the way, uh, Judah is going to be destroyed, and uh, I don't know, your kids are going to be eunuchs or some shit, whatever. But uh, you know, you you're well, technically that was uh, Hezekiah, but um, same same vibe, you know. And yeah. Essentially, to sum it up, Josiah is trying to be a good boy. He gets the rule of law. He's like, oh shit. It's like that scene from uh Wally when he's like, what's dancing? What are plants? What's pizza? And they're like, we got to go to, we got to get shit back to where it was. All this lazing yeah. around the pool in our floating chairs is no good. You've seen Wally, but anyway, my point, well, I haven't, but regardless, my, my point is he like, he gets this like prophecy of doom that, Hey, shit's about to get real. And n- knowing that, you know, essentially his world is about to end is his mindset. When we get into 23, yeah, that sounds about right. So, um, it's time to basically throw a hail mary. I guess we're in football season. I can I can do football terms again. So he knows I, I, that shit. What? No, that I was like a hail mary. What what I think of is I think of it's like uh, you're on this train and you don't realize yeah. it's a runaway train and now you're in charge and you're like oh sure. yeah let's let's maybe I've let's spruce up these pillows you know let's get things great and then you finally go to the <laughs> uh, the cockpit and the engine's on fire and you're like what's that and they're like it's a cliff we're going off a cliff and he's like ah <laughs> pop the brakes yeah 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 <laughs> that that's about right there there's he's already been told that there's no coming back from this right but that's not going to stop you from from at least just chucking it you got to you got to see yeah. what you can do it's like it's like uh, I want to say Isaiah's like, um, I don't know, some 15-year-old Swedish girl. And uh, she, <laughs> okay, I like she's it. like, the world's going to end. We're all going to die of global warming. And then he's just like, what if we institute a carbon tax? And she's like, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that might save That's, someone. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what he does, the king, Josiah, the man, the myth, the legend, he calls together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. All right. Goes up to the temple, basically gets all the people together. And I'm getting Moses vibes from this, right? And that kind of where he's going, I feel like. Uh, it's, it, it is a, I don't know how to describe it. it we, we've used it a lot of analogies. That kind of sums it up kind of a Moses vibe, except for Moses yeah. was a savior. Whereas like Hosea is kind of coming off as like a. I don't know, almost like an Avenger type. I don't know how to describe it. Sure. The, the whole point is that whereas Moses was like, by the way, this is what it takes to become with God. Hosea is like, hey, by the way, I've seen the future. We are all going to die. Let's try Ooh. to let's try to reverse the tide. Like a Doctor yeah. Strange. God, <laughs> this is awful. We got to pull away from the uh, analogies. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is gonna be nothing but analogies all episode. He gets yeah, he gets all the people together. And he's like, look, we found these books. We know how we're supposed to do it. We've been doing it wrong. We've been off the fucking rails, right, for a while now. Let's renew the covenant. So he gets everyone together, the, the from the most important fucking priest down to, I don't know, the shoe shiner or whatever. The whole squad. I mean, I don't, I'm not classist like you. I don't really think that their job makes them lesser than. Do you think these people aren't classist? Is that what he's implying? <laughs> he's like the, this- the, the top of the top, the priests and uh, shoe shiners. Like these Jews have shoes that need shiny. I don't think that exists. They do. In it, you need. They wear like leather. That's what you shine. They don't no, have their Reeboks. shoes were made of rocks. Okay. Anyways, which would also need to be shined, mind you. But whatever. Go off, King. So they get everyone together, and they're like, they break out the book of the covenant, which I didn't even know was a thing, but they have one. 
Um, and they start renewing the covenant. They're like, God, we're going to do whatever the fuck you asked. I swear this time, even though every other time <laughs> this went horribly wrong, this time it's going to be good. I, um, the, the, the analogy, I'm going to do another analogy. Oh, it's, Jesus it's like, <laughs> it's like uh It's like you got a girl pregnant. And your dad's okay. finally like, all right, that's it. You're going to military school. We're done with you. You punched your sister in the face. You yeah. ruined Christmas again by snorting meth off of my dick. You know what? You're, you're ruined. You're a lost cause. I'm sending you to military school in the fall. And then, like, yeah. you come down the next morning. He's, like, making breakfast. And he's like, look at me. I'm doing my homework. And you're like, eh, all right. It's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, already, like, the kitchen is also on fire. Yeah, yeah. I you. already bought the bus tickets. <laughs> yeah. So... He, um, yeah, he's getting everyone together, renewing the covenant. All the people, they promise, you know, fingers crossed, God, please take us back. We're going to do the right thing. He then goes to the high priests, right? Um, and basically is like, hey, it's time to actually clean up all the uh, anti-God shit, right? All the, the Asherah poles and what have you, which, pump the brakes, didn't we already do this? I mean, they do it constantly. I mean, we we well, we've done did. a lot we specifically. Josiah Josiah had already done this when he took over. He went through and was like cleaning everything up. It was like a whole montage scene where he's like sweeping out the temple, taking down the bad stuff. Dude, dude, there was like a musical. Well, that number. was okay. So to to clarify, he did it kind of. He was fixing up the temple, and he was rebuilding it, and that's when he finds the book of law. What this is more talking about is like other things, like because there was, I mean, it, it's complicated, but there was like a balcony that has built that was covered in bullshit. He's taken that down, which is sort of distinct yeah. from the temple. So these poles are fucking everywhere, you know. And when you've got yeah. a poles everywhere, you kind of need to just come in there, sequester some space, and kick them out. Sure, that's fair. Or so it, it gives us an exhaustive list of everything that he does. He gets rid of the male prostitutes. I mentioned the females. Uh, he, they're t- taken on the altars to Baal, the places where they burn incense to these assholes. It goes on. So this is from basically from verse four to verse fourteen. It lists all this shit that he does, pulling down altars to these other kings and altars to this guy and that guy and things they had adopted from outsiders and places that they, you know, would sacrifice their children to Molech. Just all these outside influences that had made Israel not great again. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's 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 like um <laughs> another analogy. It's like uh it's Good. like, yeah, he got caught doing meth. And they're like, all right, you're you're definitely going to jail at the end of the thing. And he's like, hold on, hold on, let me clean up. And he's just taking all his paraphernalia, he's taking all his bullshit, all his pipes, his vials, you know, yeah. his uh he's got a smurf dropping off his pills. He's like, No, get that out of here, you know? And then they're just they're <laughs> just they're just trying to that's what they call him. But anyway, <laughs> and he's just cleaned up all smurf. his shit so that when his parole officer comes to inspect later, he's like, See, look, I'm good. I'm good now. No need to <laughs> no need to get so serious on me, you know. Yeah, uh, that's about right. Um, it's it's all kinds of shit. It's um, one of the things that stood out to me was that he even goes to Bethel, right, where the seat of Israel at one point, or where Israel did their worship, and takes down shit that had been set up by Jeroboam, which is what hundreds of years ago now, right? Well, there was another Jeroboam. Oh, you more might be recently. Right. Who who knows? I, I no, think it's he's, son of I, the bot. No, no, no. That's the original. Oh, son of the bot. Okay, so the original yeah. like shithead who was like yeah, yeah the first me. Israel king. That had fucked things up. Yeah. Um, Which is from the time of Solomon, mind you. So this was a long-ass time ago. Um, and, and that had remained in Israel all this time. And, like, finally, this is a deep cleaning. 
You know what I'm saying? They're, you're, you're, this is hydrocolonic style. We're right. pumping he, it out. He's trying to turn Israel's life around. Yes. And it's funny because it's doing – most of the chapter is this, just listing all the stuff he cleans up. But then we get to a funny little second, and uh, it's verse 17. He's going around. You can just picture the king. He's got all his, his fellows with him. You know, he's like, take that down. Take that down. Again, great musical number when we make this movie. Right. And he comes to like a random tombstone, I guess, on the side of the road. And he's like, hey, what's this tombstone? This is almost exactly how it goes down. I'm not exaggerating. He goes, guys, whose tombstone is this? And they're like, oh – that's actually uh, this, the tombstone of this man of God from Judah who came out and pronounced everything wrong with Bethel. Like, he was actually, like, kind of a, a prophet type. Is He's that like, the one? Oh. You know who I think what? that is? Because I was trying to figure out who they're talking about. So, first of all, one – the verse right before that is yeah. Josiah being like, look at those tombs over there on that mountainside. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, who are those? They're like, oh, those are the Baalish priests that were lighting incense wrong for Israel, mm-hmm. and I think the story they're talking about is because Elisha was like, by the way, you're all going to burn to death, and, and yeah. Josiah, you know, that was the one where he was like, you know, uh, Assyria and Israel and Judah are going to eat up all the evil, wicked men. Yeah. And I think this is the guy who he's like, like the king of Israel's like, hey man, I heard what you said, you said some shit that's really fucked up. So why don't you come into my house? I'm going to feed you and try to change your mind. He's like, no, 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 I won't eat with you. And then he goes down the road and another priest, oh, another prophet tricks him and he gets eaten by a lion. So you think that's, that's him? Well, that's the only prophet who said all that shit, who is related mm. to the the verse earlier where – because the whole point was he was like, by the way, a man Josiah will come and he will burn the bones of the Baalish priests. And in verse 16, that's what Josiah does. He's like, hey, whose tombs are those? Like, oh, those are those Baalish priests. He's like, dig them up. We're going to burn I mean, those motherfuckers. Obviously, I love the idea that this is the Lion Priest, because that was one of my favorite characters, and the way that he got fucked was honestly <laughs> Pretty funny. just wrong, you know? Yeah, so First uh, Kings 13, the message of the man of God, where he specifically says, Oh, by the way, um, surely the altar shall split apart, and the ashes on it shall burn out, and a man named Josiah will burn the bones of your priests. So... This is uh he says this to Jeroboam yeah. in First Kings. Like that was his prophecy. And then he's the one that got tricked by another prophet and then got eaten by a lion. So eaten by the lion on the side so of the road. Yeah. That guy's prophecy specifically was like, by the way, a man named Josiah will reign who will burn your shitty priest bones. And now Josiah's is living doing. burning those shitty priest bones, and the very prophet who made that prophecy, he finds his tomb and is reburying him. That adds up. Yeah, I like that. So we'll assume that is, I think it's almost a guarantee, that's Lion Priest, one of my heroes, personal heroes in life. So it's funny <laughs> that he's going around kicking shit up, wiping out the bad stuff, cleaning off the streets, and then they they just pause for a second, and they're like, oh, no, he's cool. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, that all right, grave. don't touch that guy's tomb. Desecrate every other tomb in Israel. <laughs> yeah. I was going <laughs> to do a fucking warpath on these patches of ground and old bones and just kick the shit out of them, but that guy's cool. It is weird that there's all these dead, evil priests, and like, there's a certain point where it's like, let a sleeping dog lie, you know? Like, they're dead, they're buried, but he's like, no, 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 get their bones out of the dirt right, and cook them. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you lot. already graduated high school, but then you come yeah. back- with a, like an AR-15 just to teach people who's boss. And there's like one kid that's cool. <laughs> no. And you're like, 
You could have just got on. You don't have to do yeah, all this. Is. Just move we on, kid. That. We're Thank not Christ for, for school shooters. We think. Oh my god. Big yikes! But if you for me, are dog. gonna do it, that's how it would look. I right. follow. So okay, he immediately goes back into so, uh, cleaning stuff up. What are you, he some Josiah to- character? I said. <laughs> I mean, that is the hero of the Bible we're talking about. Um, he goes around. He's taking down more shrines. He's in Bethel, so now he's up in Israel again. Well, he already was cleaning up uh, Israel, which is weird because it would be completely inhabited by other people now, right? It it is. Well, okay. So to, to let's just sum up and then move on because we got. Some okay, I got a about. metaphor. I got a metaphor. This but is what happened. He is going around executing all the priests of the high places, but we we, we kind of skipped over. It, but earlier when he was cleaning out the temple, he commanded all the priests of the high pr- places to come down. And worship yeah. at the temple, and they're like, "No, no, no, we're good up here." And he's like, "Oh, you're good up there. All right, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you." And he decides to execute them. Sure, that makes sense. Um, just, but again, bizarre that now he's in Israel, which we know is inhabited by non-Jews. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it, the Jews have been it's removed. The people that were, well, yeah, okay. the Assyrians imported people in. I think, I think there's a couple of things. One. Why there might be priests, but not necessarily Jews, is that one, Assyria... Well, no, they, they imported in priests, too. They imported in priests, right. They removed yeah. all the people... I'm just saying it's weird that it's not his land. This is like a Syrian... Bethel is, like, not Judah anymore. Right. It's, it, it, it's it'd, be like, it'd be like us, like, going into, like, Iraq just to remove yeah. their dictator, because we have a problem with them, but the people themselves are like, no, 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 he's keeping our borders safe. Otherwise, we're going to have to do an Arab Spring or something. That's exactly what it's like. That's what they're doing. It's uncalled for. Like, no, he pissed off my dad, so I'm going to go fucking do a bit. You're like, all right. He, he's cool. like, Josiah's like, we're setting up settlements here. Like <laughs> okay. okay, so he keeps going around, cleaning shit up, cleaning shit up, yada, yada, yada. Finally, we get to verse 26, way down into this fucking chapter, and it says, Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heat of his fierce anger. (laughs) So you just have this crazy scene of Josiah going all over not only his country, but also Israel, his former country-ish, just doing everything he can uh, that he can possibly think of to make God happy again. And then, of course, we get to, no, God... God doesn't give a half of a shit about this. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I don't even know how to describe this. It, well, I'm sure I can find a way, but it's like it's like your girlfriend's like, you. "I'm leaving you. You're a bum. You have no job." And then you're like, "All yeah. right." And then you get a job, and not only that, but you make your neighbor get a job too. And then yeah. she comes back, and be like, "No," because this is just the breakfast analogy again <laughs> with different nouns. Sure. Okay, so great. Anyways, God's still pissed. Um, he's like, "Sorry, but." Because of Manasseh, basically, they put it all on Manasseh, which I thought was weird because there have been a lot of bad kings. Well, Manasseh was the first to really sacrifice children, so. He was, technically. He was the bottom of that decline of of Judah and Israel. I'll give you that. But they put it on Manasseh. They said, yeah, because of him pissing off God, I'm taking Judah out of my presence. I already got rid of Israel. You're gonna. We're gonna do the same thing with Judah. I reject Jerusalem, or rather, I will reject Jerusalem. And uh, yeah, fuck you. Basically, God says no. Doesn't doesn't so, accept the gift. So lesson, yeah. We- if you feel you're at your bottom and God's judgment's coming for you, and you think that you can turn around and repent and make it all work, don't bother. 
Nope. He's not going to nope. go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. In fact. Uh, Shouldn't okay. provoke so. Uh, and then, of course, we get the old line of, if you want to know more about Josiah, Josiah, whatever, that's going to be in Chronicles. So we're, we're of course, going to hear more about him later. Hopefully he has some cooler stuff because this is just, this is pathetic. Yeah. This is, I'm going to say it. I know this is like a conservative word. This is pretty cucked. <laughs> I was going to say, right. Josiah's a real simp character. Yeah, he's like, he's please a simp, love a God me. Simp. God, God, please give me some of your bath water. You shouldn't okay, have. You so, shouldn't have provoked me. I'm going to use that against Missy sometime. So here's some interesting shit. Um, while Josiah was king, the Pharaoh of Egypt, Pharaoh Necho, which is a cool name, um, goes up the Euphrates River to help the king of Assyria. All right. So first off, these two are very antagonistic, Assyria and Egypt, to each other throughout most of this time period. I'm pretty sure. Um, but at this point, I guess they're on the same team. I, I can explain. I don't know. If oh, you... I, I read the history of it. Oh, but go okay. Off. All right. I the way I, I I didn't know if you were coming. You said, uh, I don't know if you had backstory. The way I my Bible phrase it in the concordance. That's where I'm pulling this yeah. from. Is that Assyria? So Assyria was the big boy in charge when they surrounded Judah and like wiped out Israel. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few generations since then. Uh, as we recall, during the time of Hezekiah, who was king during that time, the weak-ass king of Babylon came to him and was like, hey, can I have a place to stay? And he was like, yeah, look at how rich I am, and then sent him back on his way. Yeah. In those generations past, Babylon has now grown in size, is essentially destroying Assyria and becoming a new world power. And yeah. Egypt, in a desperate bid to stop them, is binding with their enemy Assyria. Yeah. That makes sense, because they're afraid of Babylon yeah, becoming it, great. What, what we're witnessing now is just that it, it's kind of sharp contrast, because we haven't really been keeping tabs of Assyria. We've just sort of been watching Judah. But the, the point is, is that Assyria has weakened, and Egypt is a little bit stronger than they were during Hezekiah's time. And sure. now they feel like they need to band together before Babylon kicks the shit out of all of them. Yeah. And what's funny is that it doesn't mention Babylon, technically, in this passage, right? Right. Um, it's just saying, okay... Uh, Egypt and Assyria were teaming up near the Euphrates River, which, of course, is where Babylon is. Mm -hmm. um, and Josiah leads the army of Israel, Judah out to fight them. It doesn't mention it, but in actual Assyrian text from, like, historical, what we've gathered from history and archaeology, Israel teamed up, or Judah, rather, teamed up with Babylon. So they were all together. Well, one it, it, it makes army. sense, and especially when we go to the later chapters when we talk about uh, Judah sort of... Who's who? Yeah, fight yeah. them. But it's funny that they leave that out, that they were basically like Babylon's little buddies in this. And Babylon, I feel like, is so uh, almost synonymous with evil in the Bible that I think that's probably why it didn't it, It's kind of funny. I mean, it it, so this is like the first mention of the Babylons, really? I mean, we kind of had them in Hezekiah's day. We're, we're going to get to like the Babylons as a world. It's kind of weird that yeah. the... Uh, well, yeah. It, well, we're really going to get to Babylon in a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny that at this point is Judah and Babylon are buddies fighting against Assyria and Egypt. The Bible kind of leaves it out, but that's what was happening historically as a fact. Um, so they go to this fight. Judah gets fucked up. Uh, Josiah gets killed in the fighting in at Megiddo, which of course is where the world is going to end one day. Looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Um, so his servants basically put his body in a chariot, bring him back to Jerusalem Put him in a tomb, like God said he would get. I think God promised them that, right? Uh, I mean, I think He said like, "I won't destroy Israel while you're alive." I don't think. Yeah, he said anything but about it. shortly thereafter, um, 
Yeah, and so the people of the land then take uh, Jehoaz, which I think that's a name we've seen before. It sucks. And they anointed him king uh, now that Josiah is dead. Their names are terrible. It's all Jeroboam, Jehoah, Jehoahaz, Ahaz. All their names just seem to be a mixture of other people's names. I don't know. It's funny, though, because if these guys had rocked, they probably would be normal to us. Right, I guess. You know, they would be like common. Because Josiah, I see that all the time, right? Anyways. Jehoahaz, he's 23 years old. He takes over. It's a little young. And he's going to rule uh, Jerusalem, in Jerusalem for a whopping three months, which honestly, I don't know. That's a pretty long time to be king, I guess. <laughs> Compared <laughs> I mean, to like me, speaking. never being king. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, I think, so the point is he rules for a very short period of time. The, the pharaoh hasn't forgot about him, just shows up captures him and is like by the way there's a new king i'm i'm or a new king of judah i'm gonna put up as a puppet yeah guess what fucker and it's another You're one of guy. uh josiah's kids the second so yes jehoahaz was the firstborn i'm guessing or at least the one anointed to be king Roughly. uh egypt comes captures him makes another one of josiah's his, his another brother become king and that'll be the second Josiah's son that becomes king and um, rolls over there for the time. And they yeah. rename him Jehoiakim? Yeah. his Well, his name is, um, what is his original name? Eliakim is his original name, which means God of Raising. Doesn't mean anything to me. And they re- and the Pharaoh renames him to Jehoiakim, which means Jehovah raises up. Pretty similar, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I tried to figure out what like the significance of that was. And I couldn't really figure it out. I know that the renaming of vassal kings was pretty, like, a thing. It's cool. Whenever you, whenever you make someone your vassal, you're like, no, bitch, that's not your name anymore. <laughs> Which is an alpha move. I'll, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you don't even get to keep your name. What about my wife? He's like, you can have her. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's why we make women take our last names when they marry us. Right. It's a sign of ownership. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, he renames him. Um and uh, they take, he takes Jehoahaz with him to Egypt as like a prisoner, I guess, as like I don't know, ransom something. It might be. Um, I mean that that either way, he dies there. So he takes yeah. him to Egypt, and he either gets killed. I don't think it's clear how Jehoahaz dies. Just says I don't know. He, he's no Joseph. I'll tell you that because uh, if Joseph had gotten taken to Egypt, he would be running the place. place fucking yeah. Over. Oh yeah, that guy rocked. Uh, in the meantime, Jehoiakim, the new name of the brother of Jehoahaz. Uh, is paying uh, the pharaoh the silver and gold that he was demanded. Basically just being a vassal, yeah. right? Uh, paying, paying tribute. Yeah, Egypt comes in there, kicks ass, takes their king, puts a new king in their place, and the king's like, all right, you guys, we got to start paying tax to Egypt. That's who my daddy is now. And what's interesting is that the Bible says he was 25 years old when he became king, so he was the older brother because his Jehoahaz only ruled for three months and was 23. What? So yeah, interesting. Math checks out. For whatever reason, the the, the Israel, the sorry, the Judeans picked Jehoahaz to rule, even though Jehoiakim was older. I'm assuming he was maybe a little slow, which is why Pharaoh wanted him in charge. I, I think something we might have skipped over is that Jehoahaz was only king for three months, but the Bible makes specific mention, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, according all to that his fathers had done. Not his actual yeah. father, who was, who was Josiah, but famous for being a good boy. Uh, and yeah. then his brother Jehoiakim becomes king and he does evil in the sight of the lord so i don't know just shitty kids how do they not how do they not know better like after everything that that josiah just went through we renewed the covenant we cleaned up the whole fucking country and then some what what makes them be like you know what fuck it 
I mean, sure, they're screwed either way. God told them, so maybe that's where they're coming from. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It. I mean, is it reasonable? Is this true? Are we trying to put human things true, into true, it? True. I, I think Josiah, a lot of his was like, you know, going back to the analogy of like drug abuse, is like uh-huh. he knows his family is like addicted to the sauce. So yeah. he takes all the drugs out of the house. He takes all the paraphernalia. He kicks all the shithead friends that led him down that path in the first place. He cleans it up. Yeah. Hoping that that is going to keep his kids on the path. And then the sure. second he's dead, they're like, you want to light up? Fucking get lit? Get some, get wet on this carpet here? And they're like, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, they saw their dad do everything they could for God and mm-hmm. still get shunned. So why ah, would you? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. He's like, I did all this Assuming for you. And God's like, man, I'm not moved. Whatever. Yeah. You should have tried crying and tearing your clothes like David did. That's what got a pass yeah, what from a me. Loser. Did you try dancing like an idiot in the streets for me? That's what I'm about. <laughs> so that is the end of chapter 23. Um, we know that uh, Jehoiakim's going to rule for 11 years as an evil king, and 24 just kind of continues his story strangely because he's not gone. He's not out of the picture yet. Yeah, so 24 starts over. Uh, we now have the actual name of a Babylonian king. Who? It's a cool name. Yeah, fucking hell of a name. The Nebuchadnezzar, which was the ship from the Matrix. I don't know if that's important. It was the ship from the Matrix. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar is going to be a big character in this story. He's so got a big-ass name. You know what they say about guys with big that. names. <laughs> yeah, huge nameplates right. at their office. My name is so, Cole. <laughs> So Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, comes into town, all right? Now, remember, they're already paying tribute to Egypt, right? They're paying all this silver and gold and shit to Egypt because Egypt kicked their ass. Nebuchadnezzar rolls in, who, by the way, they had just been allied with. This is the Babylonian king. They had just helped Babylon fight unsuccessfully Assyria and uh, Egypt. Yeah, like but now three years and uh, eight months away. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been quite recently. But now that they're weakened because of Egypt... Babylonian, Babylonia, Babylon, whatever, always the opportunist comes into town. They're like, hey, we noticed that you're down on your luck. Yeah, <laughs> these Babylonians ain't loyal. <laughs> no, they're going to fuck you up. Never trust a Babylonian. They have weapons of mass destruction. I don't care if the UN inspectors didn't find them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, Mud he comes in, he comes in and uh, basically makes Jehoiakim his vassal for three years. And, and yeah, and then like flies to a rotting, injured corpse. It's like when you, it's like when you get stabbed in the leg in the jungle, you know. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is pretty bad. And then the fucking wasps start working their way into your meat. That's Gross. what that's what about it. So so Judah's already getting their ass kicked every which way. They're on the ropes, and then the fucking Chaldeans start showing up and start rising. And it says, oh, this is the interesting thing. And then the Lord sent against Israel raiding bands of Chaldeans. Bands of Syrian, bands of Moabites, bands of the people of Mon. He sent them against Judah to destroy it, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken by his servants, the prophets. So it's just, I don't know, God's just pissing on you when you're down. Yeah, like, you thought you had problems. Nah, now you have problems. He's like, you I'll know, give you is, something to cry about. That's right. Uh, God does not have any uh, mercy for these guys right now. Um, it's like it's like so, you, he told you not to buy a mini bike and not to ride it around drunk, and then you went out riding, right. and you broke your leg, and then he fingers your butthole too rough. Well, okay, I don't think any of that happened, but uh, yeah, it reminds us now that um, 
Okay. It reminds us now that Manasseh is the cause of all this, right? Keeps on putting it back on him because he uh, shed so much innocent blood. I think at one time it told us that he had, what, filled Jerusalem with blood, right? I guess he just was such a shitty king that God was like, that's enough. That's the last try, you know? I was okay with your general's shitty behavior, but that DUI where you smacked into a family full of disabled children and killed the foster parents, that was the line. That was where, yeah, too far, sir. Um, It then tells us that, yeah, if you want to know more about Jehoiakim, for the second time it tells us if you want to know more, I guess that's the first time. If you want to know more about Jehoiakim, go read about it in Chronicles. Um, doesn't tell us how he died. We know that he did rest with his ancestors. He would have only been, what, 36 years old? So kind of young to just die. I don't know. I kind of want a story. Eh. Well, his son reigns in his place. An interesting thing. And the king of Egypt did not come out of his land anymore. For the king of Babylon had taken all that belonged to the king of Egypt from the brook of Egypt to the river Euphrates. So I think about now... Babylon has already put Egypt in its place and kicked the shit out of Assyria and is just yeah. doing what it pleases. So it's kind of an Which interesting. Which is insane because Israel was helping them do that and now has been. Right. Well, it's yeah. it's um, it's kind of interesting because Hezekiah, I, I wonder if what their explanation is. So to, to come back to Babylon, Hezekiah gave them shelter. They were yeah. the kings were in exile, and he let them stay yes. there. But because he was a braggadocious douche, even though Hezekiah was a good boy, he's like, you know, we, you know, you guys want to see my new VCR? And like, uh, I think it was Isaiah that was like, "Yo, bro, because you were a little bit smug, be, even though you took in those refugees, because you were kind of smug about it, uh, those guys are going to rise up and destroy all of Judah." And he's like, oh, "All right, it's pretty fucked." Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like three generations ago, they were living in exile. And now they're just kicking the shit out of everybody. Good for, yeah, good running, for Babylon. Running the show, for sure. Um, and, so, and, and we can all agree, Judah deserves it. Uh, they were asking for it. I don't know. The whole nation. I don't, I don't know about that. Women and children <laughs> in the corners, just begging yeah. for it. Because your king was proud of everything he had done, uh, you were going to get... Right. Raped and killed by Babylonians. Yeah, I saw those people getting burned in those wildfires and that little boy dying with a dog in his lap, and I thought, this is because of Trump? <laughs> Very cool. Okay, so, um, yeah, if you want to know more about this guy, go look it up. Egypt's taken over. Or, sorry, Egypt has been kicked out. Babylon's taken over. Egypt, basically, it's not going to be on the stage again, as far as I know, really. Um, Israel and Egypt, no longer best friends. Yeah. Now it's Babylon. Now, Je- Je- oh my God, this new guy becomes king. These names are getting fucking ridiculous. Jehoiachin? Jehoiachin? Jehoiachin. Jehoiachin. I'm sure there's a way better way to say I'm gonna it. I'm going to call him. We're going to roll with that. Jock. Jock. Ooh. All right, Jock. Uh, Jock takes over 18 years old. Just a virile young man. Mm, you can see it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, he becomes see, king. He's going to rule for, again, uh, we're seeing this as a recurring theme, three months. Uh, not great. He, of course, as we know, did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just like his daddy. But can you blame him? He comes from bad stock, these guys. Um, now, at the time, Nebuchadnezzar basically has a bunch of officers lay siege on Jerusalem itself. All right. He, in fact, comes and... Checks out the scene, right? He's a good king. I like Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, there's a reason they named the boat after him or the ship after him in that movie. Now, um, 
at this point, basically, Jehoiachin, Jock, as we're calling him, is like, all right, that's it. Nebuchadnezzar himself is here. He's got all his boys. They're besieging it. Let's surrender. So it's been eight years since Nebuchadnezzar has been ruling. That's all it took for him to, to get to onto this world stage that he's at, right? Because eight years ago, he was getting his ass kicked. Um, or that Babylonians were. Well, I, we don't he know what over. happened before Nebuchadnezzar. And there was a Babylonian king that we mentioned, I think, in the last chapter. It's like, well, it's only been 11 years since they were getting worked on right. by Egypt. Was it? No, 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 no. I mean, well, the war... I, so Babylonian was already a legitimate threat 11 years ago. Yeah. They were fighting the Assyrians and winning, and Egypt was worried about Babylonian taking over. I don't know they that they were them. winning because Judah got their ass kicked on the Babylonian side. Well, no, they, okay, so I think Egypt and Assyria were mounting forces to take on Babylon. Judah, yeah. their own separate distinct army, tried to attack them probably from the other direction, like no, from the teams. rear. They were on a team, though, they I'm just saying. They were on a team, I don't know, it doesn't make that clear. That's, no, that is historical well, narrative. I mean, it's not even, facts. whatever, even if they did, it's not even really clear that Judah lost, lost, just that their king got killed. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I guess. they were routed. They, you know, it wasn't like Judah was destroyed. They just had a rough okay. battle of it. Fine. Well, Nebuchadnezzar is still cool. He caught, he cast off Egypt, put Egypt, took all their land, put them away. Comes up, takes over Jerusalem. Eight years into his reign, Jerusalem surrenders. All right. He takes uh, Jock prisoner, and it's just like uh, God said was going to happen. Takes all the treasure from the temple of the Lord. So again, this was the treasure that what uh, Hezekiah had been showing off to the Babylonians. Yeah, so so to, to to sum up what was happening, yeah, Jehoiakim was acting out. Nebuchadnezzar shows up, kicks their ass, takes all their good men, all their treasure, everything, just loots the shit out of it, but doesn't destroy it just yet. Uh, yeah. The only people that are left are the people who are kind of not worth being enslaved. Um, shoe shiners, etc. Yeah, shoe shiners, sure. But all the valiant men uh, and all who were strong and fit for war, these the king of Babylon brought captive to uh, Babylon. I don't know. The king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, about 10,000 people, it says. Uh, and then basically he's like, you guys have been acting out. You're fucking shit. I'm done with you. So I'm going to take another. Uh, this is how far Judah has fallen, that these foreign nations are just coming in, taking the current king hostage, and then just being like, all right, uh, you, you're in charge. Just point at some, like, some uncle or some family. Like, all right, you, you, you take care of it. Don't make the same mistake your brother did, or in this case, uh, nephew. Yeah. Um, puts that dude in charge. Um, Mat- Mataniah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's actually his uncle that he puts in charge and uh, changes his name to Zedekiah for Mat- Mataniah to Zedekiah. Again, you got to do that alpha move. You, you don't let them keep their name because that's where their power is from. This is actually, uh, and name. this is uh, Josiah's third son to become king because now we've gone back up a generation. Yeah, we went so up. That's right. Been, so, so another one of Josiah's sons becomes king, Mataniah. Uh, but in keeping with tradition, the king of Babylon changes his name to Zedekiah. Which is, I don't know, cool, I guess. Zedekiah is hilariously uh, only 21 years old. These numbers are wacky because, right? Uh, I mean, we had three years, three yeah, months, no, three months. Up. So he, he was he was a young boy, maybe. Yeah, 10. he's basically the same age as his nephew. Yeah, um, but, which happens. Yeah. Especially in weird royal families, right? Okay, so he rules for, again, 11 years. It's funny, we went three months, 
11 years, three months, 11 years. They were getting bored, I guess, or they were getting lazy at the uh, writing tables on this one, for sure. They can't even change up the, like, random amounts of time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going to rule. G- guess what? Does he do evil or does he do good? He does evil, yes. obviously. And uh, pisses off the Lord some more, because why not? Yeah, why not? the end. Yeah. Just that's angry. the end of chapter twenty four, basically. Well, and then Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Yeah, so that's like weird because it's attached to the next part. Yeah, well, he's sure. he he acting out again. It's like how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? So yeah. I wonder. I, so so Babylon has already like removed two kings and completely looted the place and took all their best warriors, and now he's like, yeah, I'm gonna kick no, your Egypt ass. Egypt removed one. And well, then Egypt removed one, Babylon removed another one. Yeah. So they've lost two kings total and just had them replaced. But now Babylon officially just came in and took all their guys and all their money. So, and he's like, you know what? Let's die heroes, baby. Yeah. So chapter 25 opens up with this rebellion. He'd been ruling for nine years at this point. So, you know, he's settled into the position. He's now uh, 30 years old. It's time to nut up or shut up, right? He decides to rebel against Babylon, and of course that draws the ire of Nebuchadnezzar who marches down to Jerusalem with his entire army, which I'm assuming would be a formidable fighting force. Um, he lays siege to this um, to Jerusalem and stays there for two years. Uh, Is it? Which I, So yeah. my, my Bible says that on the 10th day of the 10th month, Nebuchadnezzar yeah. laid siege to Jerusalem. Well, we know it's the ninth year of Zedekiah's oh, reign. Oh, and there was, and then the, on the eleventh year of King Zedekiah, on the ninth yeah. day of the fourth month. So yeah, so two years and a couple of months, which is awful. Two years under siege. I mean, we remember um, when well, that was about three. Uh, Israel years. was under siege, and they, and they were eating kids, bird yeah. shit. Well, and boiling their babies. So those were those were those were same. those were better men than the Jews we're dealing with now. Because while those people well, were totally fine, they're like, "We'll do anything to survive. We'll keep calm and carry on, and let's eat some babies." These the uh, Zedekiah's reign is like, "Let's sneak the fuck out of here." Well, <laughs> well, smart. I guess that uh, it took only four months of this siege for a famine to take over, and it became so severe that uh, yeah, they break out. So the the whole army flees at night through the gates between the two. I guess it wasn't four months into the siege, huh? It's just in the fourth month. I guess, yeah. Yeah, so okay. At the end of the siege, then two years into the siege, they break a hole in the wall and uh, flee. Um, They go towards uh, Araba, which I guess is Arabia, probably towards the desert that way, across, trying to get across the Jordan. But the Babylonians track them down and overtakes them in the plains of Jericho. Which, of course, is a quaint reminder of the awful things that the Israelites were doing to people not too long ago. Yeah, because Jericho is basically just east of Jerusalem. So it looks like they made a mad dash for their closest way to get across the... uh, Across the Jordan. The Jordan, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And my Bible says that they were captured by the Chaldeans, which I don't know. Which is the Babylonians. Your Bible's using that interchangeably for some reason. But mine says Babylonians every time. Uh, um, so yeah, the soldiers escape and scatter, and King Zedekiah is captured by these Babylonians. Uh, and uh, so what? So they so they capture him in the fields of Jericho. They bring him to the yeah. king of Babylon. Uh, yeah, then they kill his sons in front of him, make him watch, and then they put on his eyes and then bound <laughs> so him with Celeste. bronze fretters and took him to Babylon a slave. So that is so badass. They're like. 
We are going to watch your sons die, and then we're taking your eyes out, so it's the last thing you see. It's going to be burned into your mind kinda, for eternity. Kind of like it, this Nebuchadnezzar guy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so some, awesome, dude. That's some cartel shit right there. You know, <laughs> game recognizes game. I'm sure God yeah. is essentially responsible for this too. You know, this doesn't happen without God saying. Oh so. yeah, God loves this yeah, shit. You know, yeah, you Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're you're like, but did he know? Did he know what was going on under? <laughs> yeah, no, God knows, and he likes that he shit. He planned yeah. this out. And so uh, Zedekiah gets shackled up and taken to Babylon, um, where he's just going to be a prisoner and just think about his sons dying over yeah. and over and you over know, His again. ears Come still on. work, so he can uh, wake up to the th- sounds of their screams in his dreams. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shouldn't have, into rats. Shouldn't have put up those altars him. that you shouldn't have done or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so about, what, 10 years go by? It says, because it's the 19th year now of Nebuchadnezzar, and it was the 8th year earlier before the fight. Yeah, I, I think Babylon is just, so what we're about to get to is like later, some some months yeah, later. About a decade Babylon's or so. like, you know what, I'm done with these rebellious Israelites, I'm just sick of their shit, let's just go and uh, do what we gotta do. So they send his captain, Nebuzaradan, another cool name, fuck, these Babylon yes. cool guys. Uh, and he burns down the house of the Lord and the king's house and all the houses of Jerusalem. That is all the houses of the great he burned with fire. And the army of the Chaldeans, who were with the captain of the guard, broke down the walls of Jerusalem all around. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away all captive the rest of the people who remained in the city and the defectors who had deserted the king of Babylon with the rest of the multitude. Yeah, so basically they came in, sieged the place, took the king captive, wiped out the army more or less, and then just let Jerusalem kind of fester. Right? There's no leadership. There's no army. Right. They're not a writ. They're not a threat. And then comes back about 10 years later just because he's pissed. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you guys up now. Burn down your temple. Take everyone else prisoner. It's, you're all going into exile. It's like it's like that project that's just sitting in your garage forever and yeah. ever. And you're like, I, yeah. I remember it. I swear to God I'm going to do it. I just – I'm busy. You know, yeah. He was probably kicking the shit out of some Assyrians for 10 years. He probably had just other priorities, but he hadn't forgot about them. And, and, and honestly, I mean, th- these last two chapters have just been the crush of Judah. First thing he goes in there, he's like, hey, pay me all these money. They're like, we can't afford to pay it. He's like, well, I'm about to kick your ass. Goes in, takes all their money, takes all their good guys. And now all that's left yeah. is a band of scrappy hobos. And then mm-hmm. they act up too, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna kill you. You guys aren't worth. You guys aren't worth the amount of time it takes to siege you to death. I'm just going to destroy your house of your god and everything with it. Clean it out. So yeah, last time he took all the gold and all the good guys. This time he takes all the shitty people and just the bronze. I don't know why, because he wants to. Well, I mean, um, they, I, they break I, it down. I, I so guess. we're not going to go into it, but the Bible specifically mentions like, oh, he took down the pomegranates of bronze, the pillars of yeah. bronze. The, All that stuff we went through with Solomon, Solomon building it yeah, or whatever. Because Solomon yeah. was famous for building the biggest-ass best temple and negotiating all the contracts and getting the best craftsmen to build this thing. And we're just bringing it all back that all that good shit that Solomon did, the king of Babylon's like, what is that? Is that made of bronze? Melt it down, man. Kick it. And kick it. Yes. Destroy it. It's funny because it took like three or four chapters to go through the intricacies of how Solomon built the temple. Yeah. It takes them about, what, 15, 20 <laughs> verses to just wreck the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. It kind of makes you wonder what was the fucking point. I mean, I, I wonder. We'll, we'll get to it because we're about to end this chapter um, yeah. and this book. Um, and it, it's kind of like I feel like kings thus far, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, kings have kind of been like, eh, 
like a period of time, right? Kind of a summary. And I am worried that the uh, the next couple of books, that it's going to be a long ass time before we leave this time period. And it's just going to keep going over back because we're still in the Babylonian, you know, the the books that we're going to be reading, I think, going forward are written by the people who were captive, who are part of this group being captive, captivated, captured, captured, (laughs) Captured captivated. They're like, whoa, just in love. They're in love. They love it. (laughs) Uh, Being captured by the Babylonians. So I think that, you know, it's kind of like I feel like from our perspective thus far. Like, they're like, look at this fucking sweet-ass temple. Let's spend eight fucking books talking about how great it is. And then, yeah, we get here and it was destroyed. And we haven't really mentioned it since it was built and since it was destroyed. It's just it was kind of a sure. thing that was there. And I wonder if we're, like, as we go back in time to talk about it, it'll play a bigger role. But uh, ultimately, right now, it's just a place they go to take a shit and smash apart. <laughs> you got to have a place like that. Okay, so... Um, it goes through all this stuff, how they destroy it all. Judah goes into captivity far away. Nebuchadnezzar appoints a man named Gedaliah, Gedaliah, I don't know, uh, who is an Israelite or a, a Judean, uh, to be basically the governor, right? Not a king at all. He doesn't have that kind of authority. He's like the local, like uh, the Romans did this, right? They would have their little. They, they, they've made a governor. They've made a. Uh, it, it's like uh, what colonizers used to do to the Caribbean. You would go in there. That's and right. You would wipe out the Tainos, and then you'd put a Spaniard in charge. Like, all right, you, you're well, they, you're the governor. They kept now. the local in charge at least because he's Jewish. I guess. Um, uh, but but yeah, yeah. so it, just as a sign of how far Judah has fallen, Babylon has officially just wiped out their proceeds enough to the point where like they don't even have a king anymore. They just have a governor. Yeah. And don't That's you true. act up again. Yeah, so he's he's put in charge there. He's governing. He's being an administrator. And basically the, Isra- the, you know, the Jews that are still around are like, you're kind of a puppet, right? They're not impressed, understandably. Yeah. Um, well, it, he, he's he, a symbol of how cowed they are. Really? Yeah, because he, he specifically states, like, hey, guys, do not be afraid of the Chaldeans. Do not be afraid of the Babylonians. If, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, Judah is a nice place for nice Jews who know how to behave. Yeah. Just keep it on the DL, you guys. It's uh, He's basically McDonald's. <laughs> you know, we go, go install McDonald's in other countries to let them know, hey, Americans are cool. We gave you yeah. cheeseburgers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, calm down, man. And then we it's all right. take over. I just it'd be like as if like aliens came down, they blow up the White House and they wipe out all the major cities, and then they just yeah. drop down this gray fucking black eyed motherfucker who's like, "Hey guys, if everyone just keeps cool and keeps bringing in all these uh, jellies that we like so much or vibrating yeah. orbs that we fucking love so much, it's all going to be cool. Forget all the murder and destruction we brought your way. If you guys just do your jobs, it's gonna work out. Calm down. Yeah. That's a good idea. Be good slaves, you pieces of shit. So at that point, uh, a man named Ishmael, not the cool Ishmael from way back in the day, a new Ishmael, uh, he gets together 10 men and assassinates Gedaliah. Now, Ishmael had some royal blood, so he kind of had like, I don't know, he's like uh, an OG, right? He's got- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of the analogy here. I, I, uh, the, the whole point is they're, they're being overruled. And now they yeah. have a new guy in there who's trying to play ball um, and is trying to keep the peace. I mean, he is a Jew. They put a Jew over him. And but he's a I understand. I understand him just being like, hey, guys, the Babylonians are tough. They're powerful. We can't stand up to them. Can you guys just 
obviously this isn't ideal, but we're just trying to make the best of it. And the Jews are like, no, 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 our pride is too much. So they just kill him. Yeah, this is like if uh, Candace Owens got killed by, like, the Wu-Tang clan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i was uh, i was thinking of harry potter like after voldemort takes over the uh, this yeah, is nerd shit no, after, after voldemort takes okay. over the uh, ministry of magic you know and they've got yeah, a yeah, new yeah. prime minister's like come on you guys let's just yeah yeah so, they're kind of weird but you know could be worse so uh they come in they kill Gedaliah, whatever the fuck his name is and at this point the all the jews are like oh shit you know we probably shouldn't have done that because he is like our last chance before, I don't know, Nebuchadnezzar really destroys us. So everyone uh, that was still around kicks rocks. They go to Egypt because they're afraid that the Babylonians are going to retaliate, which I'm sure they would have. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like when you uh, kill the, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Is it, I, I know the term's not uncle Tom, but what was uh, Samuel Jackson's character in Django? Um. Yeah, the Uncle Tom. Yeah, it's character. like when you kill the overseer, and you're like, "Oh shit!" When the masters find out about this, they're going to be pissed. Flee, flee yeah. to the north. You know, or in this case, yeah, because even though even though Jedi or yeah, Je- Gedaliah was technically one of them, he was also like the appointed puppet master. So yeah. you don't want to kill that guy. Yeah. So then, yeah, a bunch of time goes by. It's been 37 years since Jock, you know, Jehoiakim or whatever, uh, has been in prison, and after these 37 years. Um, there's a new king, Nebuchadnezzar's gone, Awel Marduk is the king now, and he's like, you know what, fuck it, he lets Jock out of prison, um, he's kind of nice to him, he lets him put away his prison clothes, and gives him a seat at the king's table, kind of like it says they would have done with other kings. Like a trophy, were, uh, you know, like, yeah, well, like a toy. Well, where's he gonna go? He's got no nation to go to anymore, he is, yeah, he is. Jerusalem is gone. Yeah, um, it'll be a nice little- Some of his people- It'll be a nice little uh, trophy for people who come in. They're like, oh, who's that guy? He's like, oh, that's just a king from one of the nations I destroyed. Yeah, just collecting kings. He's a co- he's collecting. It's it's kind of cool. I get it. I get it, yeah. yeah. Just eating a lobster bisque, yeah. you know, just mopping it up with some garlic bread. Guy's fucking great. And for the rest of his years, basically, the king gives him a little allowance. Just a little pet, Aww. right? Gives him treats. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that... I mean, there's no more Israel. There's no Judah. That's it. It's all gone. So in this chapter, Babylonians captured most of them. And then all those who were left that he let them have their little rat colony in the desert. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they killed their uh, governor and then fled to Egypt. So Whew, that is the end of Second Kings. And that's about that marks about a third of the way through the Bible, mind you. It's kind of. Um, yeah, we're about. That's it. That's Second Kings. We're done. So yeah, let's digest what we read. Um, I don't know how we feel. So so this is we have essentially. I, I obviously, I think we're going to go back. And obviously, Chronicles is going to kind of talk about but the details. But big picture, we had the Israelites flee from Egypt to avoid slavery, wore their yeah. way into the Holy Land, Israel proper, the land of Israel, the nation of it. Uh, rule it with an iron fist, killing the inhabitants and spreading their borders and wiping out anyone that disagreed with them or worship a different god. And then through their infighting and their general shittiness, uh, God eventually took it all away from them and then smashed them, and now they're run by a bunch of Babylonians. Yeah, it's uh, hard times in the neighborhood. They had a good run, though. Say. What was it, like, uh, is it 800 years? How, how long was Israel existing? 
we'll we'll cover that in the recap because okay. I don't know and I don't want to do the math right now. But yeah, we'll 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 do a little. I think when we do the recap for this later in the week, we'll do sort of a rundown of the the life and times of Israel because they are effectively done for now. Of course, there might be a comeback. I'm not gonna okay because because uh, Amel Marduk, who in my Bible is called Evil Merodach. Which is cool. Yeah. And whatever, uh, different Badass. translations, whatever pronunciations. Uh, ruled from 562 to 560 BC. And I thought. God. I'm trying to remember when Moses does it. Wasn't that like 1400 BC? Has it been a thousand years or so? Uh, a, a thousand um, year rule? I don't even know. A long ass time. What'd you say? It's a thousand year rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. You know, it's it's going to be upsetting, I think, as we go forward, because I was doing some more cool reading, you know, and so much of the next, like, 20 books is stuff that already happened. That That's, uh, like, I was just flipping through it, and it's like Jonah and Isaiah and, um, you know, Chronicles and stuff like that. So it, it sounds Jeremiah. like it's... It sounds like it's characters happening. that we kind of briefly mentioned that we're going to get more in-depth character study for. It's got a very yeah. um, Quentin Tarantino vibe, but uh, still fun. I, I, I want to scare people off, but we're on page 400 of the Bible. Uh, the book Jeremiah is goes through page 900, right? It ends around 900. Jeremiah is basically the telling the story of this downfall. He was a prophet that was around during the downfall. That's not mentioned in Kings, but he's there. And we're only halfway into the Bible to the point that we're still telling this story, which is pretty fucking crazy to think about. And I'm just – because my concordance mentioned uh, some of the people that were carried off to Babylon in the first sort of sacking. I think they said someone named Daniel was one of them who I I think plays an important part. But he's like in my Bible like page 1100 and some shit. Uh, And he was captured by Nebuchadnezzar. So – yeah, Daniel is a big time character who you're right is under the rule of Nebuchadnezzar, is in Babylon in exile, but doing cool. So shit. I wonder, I wonder what the chronology does. Does the Bible end essentially its timeline during the Babylonian captivity? Is there anything covered in the Bible that happens after that point? Yeah, I believe so. Because um, uh, Dan- Daniel is during the captivity. Um, I think they. I don't know if the temple gets rebuilt in in the Old Testament. This is crazy. I don't know. I should. Huh. You know, <laughs> it's one of those weird things. I, like, I mean, I didn't. As much as I have read the Bible, I did not know that all this stuff coincides with like Isaac or with a uh, sorry um, Isaiah and Jer- Jeremiah. That these are all just like coinciding story i I didn't know i was kind of wondering because you know when i I vaguely know the story of jonah or as much as they tell five-year-olds you know where it's like oh he had a message and he was like fuck you i got my own plans and god was like no 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 you don't have free will uh and that that was that was my understanding of it or job was like some fucking great ass bet or whatever Uh, the way that these things were explained to me something about daniel and lions and 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 shark jacking but um yeah (laughs) Whatever the fuck, you know, but it's weird to think that they all took place during this time we just discussed, which is known for how shitty it is. So, yeah, I don't know, that'd be yeah. weird. That'd be weird to get into. So kind of curious. 
Um, <sighs> I think I think I, I don't think we'll skip a week because we never do. But I almost no. would like to just read all of Chronicles just to see how much of this shit we actually have to discuss. I mean, if I read a few chapters and I'm like, oh, we have to actually talk. Well, about this, then. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it because I'm on the last page of Kings and Chronicles is right there on the other side of the page. And mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, uh, it looks awful. <laughs> I mean, I'm just just to tease a little bit. The historical records from Adam to Abraham. Oh, my God. Shoot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> historical records from Adam to Abraham? What could that possibly yeah, be? We're starting at the beginning. It will just list everyone's son. So, like, for sure we're going to skip through. Like, the first chapter of, of First Chronicles is just names. Yeah. it's It looks awful. But, I'm, I mean, I'm sure well, we're going to get into some fun details eventually. What? Like, stuff that was left out. Of Kings and Samuel we'll, and all that, like little fun. Yeah, because I don't want to do the Chronicles what we did with Kings. I don't want. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll find a way. To but hey, that's why we're here. We read the Bible so you don't have to. Yeah, do and, not. And read you don't the fucking fuck this Bible. Thing. God damn. Yeah, this is awful. <sighs> anyway, so uh, Joshua was in charge uh, around 1400 BC, thereabouts. You know, uh, that's about. I think Moses takes over 1480. Uh, and Joseph is around the 1800s. So I'm out. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Well, that, that was about. That's what I remember. I, I just looked up Star Joshua. And allegedly, Joshua takes place around. So uh, about 900 years from start to finish. Uh, pretty good run. I mean, to be honest, I mean, we America's been around for about 200 years, and it. Eh, I don't know. Electing <laughs> mentally handicapped people to be president. We definitely can't look down. Angry. I'll be honest. Not not, not to knock the the mentally challenged or, you know, because some of them are great. I'm not going to knock them. I would say 90. I would say if it was a bag of M&Ms, just one of them, one of them will run for president and fuck the place up. But the rest of them are pretty good. Nice. Okay. Good. Cool. You know. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, if you don't already, you can follow us on Twitter for more hot takes like that. We're at Bible Pimps course and if you want to send us an email you can do that irrevelations podcast at gmail.com let me ask you a question i mean okay so you've seen what democracy can do and you've seen what kings can sure. do you still you still pro-democracy versus a theocracy no i think we should uh burn everything down. if you could elect any family uh, to be king like guess what you're you're the king and your kids will become king after you die if you could pick any group of people who would it be uh, definitely the Kennedys. They're gonna die so fast that like <laughs> none of them are gonna have a chance to really fuck anything up. I uh, I feel like uh, I I almost want to think of, uh, the the one I think of, and this is one of the ironies of life, is uh, Bill Gates maybe a little bit. Yeah. As uh, I I like how people like make fun of uh, Jeff Bezos and like uh, the you know uh, the Coach Brothers and all these people that are like oh these things are wrong. They're like well you're a fucking billionaire. Why don't you just make the world a better place with your money? And then Bill Gates actually does and like he's trying to kill us all, you guys. <laughs> he made 5G and he made COVID. It's just like, give the guy, like, is there nothing anyone could do? But that's who I would No, do. there isn't. And that's the message. I mean, Bill, Ga- Bill Gates is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs>